Hello, hello, hello. My name is Nate Rossa, and welcome back to I Just Can't Even With Myself Right Now, my personal pet project podcast where I discuss absolutely anything that comes to mind because limits are for losers, and in my space, we follow the wind. So sit back, tense up, and enjoy NE Unleashed. And as always, live it up, folks, and make it happen. All right, so I'm just gonna go ahead and just jump in so a good uh suggestion i got from from leans again hey leans shout out to you was talking about let's just have a seven episode you know the type seven people um and why because well i am a type seven so why not uh it's i think there's just a lot to for me to like wrap my head around uh when it comes to babbling about sevens um frankly because it's it's gonna be such a selfish talk like I'm there's self-referencing type self-referencing types so what ends up happening is um I'm gonna enjoy talking about myself a lot or pretty much make everything about me which I try not to kind of I try not to like overly do that because I don't really want to let that person know that I'm literally just monologuing but I feel like this kind of medium allows a little like is more forgiving in that sense (laughs) But anyways, seven, what am I talking about? I am talking about Enneagram, uh, personality system theories. So Enneagram is the system where there are nine different types, and it's all labeled as numbers, and there's an interconnectedness with each one of them based on its position in um, the diagram and where they are when it comes to like things like coping mechanisms, your like what fears you're going through, um, how do you deal with anger, shame, it's, it's 9 divided by 3 divided by 3 kind of type of information. And I know I'm speeding along through it because um, I am a 7, so it's just going to be, like, quick. <laughs> no, I, just because the reason I really want to talk about it is, like, what makes a 7 a 7? I remembered listening to um, to a podcast um, where they discussed 7s, and I think it was really, really good to to hear from another person like how they interpreted and how they understood um sevens like as people and uh like the coping mechanisms when i first got into enneagram uh i never i thought i was just doing what i was doing and i didn't realize that i had a strategy in place that came in ever since i was a kid and knowing that i tend to rationalize and i tend to kind of run away from fear because i'm actually afraid of being afraid were kind of mind-blowing in that moment when it when I had that because I was going huh I never realized that this was a thing you know that this is what I, I did and I just thought that I was just doing the way I was supposed to or like I was just being um you know by following the wind that I'm just that kind of free spirit type I mean I've been described by my friends as a free spirit type a little bit of a wild card kind of personality but there's like a lot of kind of concepts that I don't necessarily show to people and frankly because I one I don't really see the reason to and I don't see the point in dealing with negative emotions for too long um part of that is actually kind of a struggle for me because negative emotions um I'm saying this because it's like my my life is like cut out for me at this point or my work at least because I know where I need to develop myself uh I lack a very strong internal dialogue because I don't really think of finding solutions from within. I don't see that as necessary. I feel like 
my solutions, I can always get it outside of me. So I'm like kind of aggressive when I want to seek out information. I want it to be usable right away. I don't like just sitting there and not, you know, I'm just ruminating on a subject. It doesn't make sense to me. A lot of the times I have to be constantly in motion to get that information processed. Um, I feel like it's kind of like the whole kind of like a machine. Like it has to be moving. Like there has to be some kind of kinesthetic um like kinetic kind of motion going on if I were to actually develop anything because I don't have that kind of chill vibe. Um, even though I look kind of chill, like sometimes I do look chill, but mostly, I would say mostly I come off very wild. Um, sevens are typically told or described as the optimistic type. And I would say it's true by default because we are optimistic by literally removing like or deluding ourselves into ignoring the the negative things in our lives and why i do that like why i i delete the negative things um because i think it's a waste of time you know i can't i can't just like sit there and like i mentioned before like i can't just sit there and just take it it doesn't make sense to me um if i were to just sit there and take it i might as well be dead if that makes sense um and it kind of goes over into my perception of death as well i feel like that's just a time of rest where i can finally lie down and rest because I did my job or I did my best. Um, and I don't know how other sevens feel about that. Uh, I know that with me, I don't like dealing with it, but I'm not against talking about it, if that makes sense. Um, concept of death. I know I mentioned in a previous episode, uh, age and aging has no problem for me. Like I've completely rationalized that whole situation, the whole concept, because to me, um, age is just a number. And there's so much more to do, so much to do in the world that it's just not enough. And so I'm not going to lock myself into just, oh, I'm just going to be energetic in the 20s. I'm like, no, life is still going to keep going. Whatever chapter comes forward, I will still have something to do. Uh, and boredom is a <laughs> bane of my existence. I don't like being bored. Uh, if I'm like sitting there and lying there and I'm not doing anything, it's frustrating. I don't know why, um, like why I can't you know, like, why I have to, like, sit, it, it doesn't make sense, and it's probably funny how, when it comes to choosing jobs, like, a lot of my employment jobs happen to be physical, which I didn't really process, um, properly until, until now, see, like, I don't really, I don't do long self-reflections, it doesn't work for me in that sense, um, usually just sit there and then I'll have, like, a thought pop in and be, hey, so you've never taken a non-physical job, I'm going, huh, I really did it. That's, now that's interesting. And it's true, I really haven't. I, let's see, I'm trying to look back at my employment history. Um, I mean, I did start fast food, but, you know, I took on, like, I did volunteering for welding. I did, because um, that was my dad, my dad's shop. And then I did, what else did I do? I was, I was a fire tech for a bit. Um, where I inspected people's homes and tested for fire alarms and like with extinguishers, etc. Um, I did. I was a janitor for a bit, um, and I did like upholstery and construction, like every like as volunteer work because um helped out with uh, helped out with the community for a bit. And I, I mean, right now I'm in the shipping department. Like it's just. I've never really enjoyed full-on office job. Like, I remembered I was to sit down and take a course where I had to, like, go through a video 
um, like a sequence of videos and then take a and like kind of a quick exam afterwards uh, to pass and then be eligible to continue on with the job. And I got so frustrated because one of the bosses asked me, he's like, oh, how are you doing? And I'm like, I kind of just want to end it. Like, I just want to die, if that makes sense. And she's like, why? And I'm going, because I'm sitting there just um, watching a person babble, which is ironic because I'm doing that right now. But um, bab- they're babbling, but it's about something like long information that could have been distilled into simple information, if that makes sense. I, I didn't think it was necessary for me to to hear the life story of of this one person because... I'm just here to learn. I'm just here to grab that information and then use it right away. Like I don't need to, and I absorb information really quickly. Like it's it's not um, it's not hard if that makes sense. Um, it's not hard for me to like grasp and be like, oh well, then right away because I want it to be usable. Right away, I don't want to be able to sit here and not have info. What's crazy is um, there's an insecurity actually related to that. I do feel that I don't have all the information and it's annoying that i feel like i have to keep continuously consuming info because uh but it'll never be enough like it feels like i'm in this loop of constantly consuming and never actually settling anywhere and um it fits because the glut the vice of sevens are is gluttony so there's like this this thing where contentment is such a foreign concept to me even though i know that that's the answer it's so hard to it's so hard to apply in my life um what kind of seven i i'm a self-pressed seven i've i'd actually early, earlier in life i actually thought i said i say earlier in life but actually um when i first got into the, the enneagram system i actually thought it was an sx7 like sx sp or something like that there was such a big kind of problem with the descriptions and people relating to the wrong thing leading to a lot of mistypes and i was one of those people and when I finally got to and got a, I would say that, yeah, I would say a formal typing. Let's put it that way. Um, from a good friend of mine, the Enneagram Queen. You know who you are. Um, I finally got to realize that no, I'm actually an SP Dom, and my second variant is social, and I'm an SX Blind. So I did talk about SX Blinds um, in a previous episode. So that was a fun one, um, but. Like being an SP seven, and I read the descriptions, and it finally like hit me, going, "Oh no, this is this is me." And why is because um, at least with me, I know I have I struggle with like the spiritual aspect of of a lot of things. Um, because of how I guess it's just how I am with life, like and how I move forward, I move around, being being the way that I am it almost kind of leaves no room to process things on a spiritual meditative level. I feel like that's definitely a side of an angle of me that I kind of disregard, um, even though I'm really active in in my own religious pursuits. Um, I feel like it. I have to do that to compensate for my lack of of it in a weird, in a weird kind of way. And, and probably it's not exactly weird. It's just, you know, another way to cope with, without it. Um... I would say that without some, without folks outside giving me the spiritual kind of guidance and, and teaching, like I don't think I'd be able to settle um, or be able to even be open to the concept of contentment if I hadn't um, embraced it in some way, um, which is pretty cool. Like I'll give it that. I'll give it that. But yeah, like SP sevens are described as like materialistic, 
and they're it's funny because they say like the playboy hedonistic type and it's funny because i i like to drown myself in my like i like collecting vices if that makes sense and obviously i'm not gonna list out all my vices but it's definitely something where i'll just pick up a bad habit every now and then only because it's it it helps me deal with the negativity in life like it just like I, the one I know that I definitely have stuck with for a while um, and have been working on is is the drinking. <laughs> and working on as in I've been trying to maintain stability with that. Because I love I love alcohol. And I really do. Um, I love the taste of it. I love everything about it. But I am, I would say, I am worried about the negative effects of it. And it's funny because like as a 7, it's almost not... Like it's almost such an easy way. It's an easy drug. Um, on it but at the same time like thank goodness for for life being able to teach me that you know I can enjoy things in moderation and should be fine <laughs> oh I don't know if I, I don't know if everyone like listening here would be able to catch me rationalizing constantly because I do a lot it's a big sure sign of of sevens like we I know with me, like, I have this situation where if things are going bad, like, for example, if I feel like I look at my back account and things are just not going too well, and I just, like, look down and go, well, at least I still have a leg. You know, I still have all my toes. I I still got, you know, like, I don't have any chest hair. Like, it's, it's things are, things aren't that bad. And it's, like, totally unrelated to the concept. But because I had something that I could feel good about it, I'm going, oh, okay. I feel good about it. Um, I remembered when I was in such a such a really tough spot and started crying because of it, but I couldn't last the crying. I almost I actually felt embarrassed and annoyed with myself that I actually let out emotions. I was like, oh, I, I leaked. Like, <laughs> my eyes are leaking. What is this? I'm a feeling. And it's funny because I'm switching over to MBTI, like as an ENFP, like I, I like to encourage people to express their feelings and to accept you know all of them and yet i can't like apply that advice for myself i'm going wait but i'm not allowing myself to do that like that's weird uh but yeah that's the contradictions as a seven it's just just hilarious um energy is i would say the best way to describe me energetically wise or, yeah, I'm not using the correct words. Um, definitely electricity kicks in very easy. Um, I'm that type of person that when you say, hey, let's go here, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Because the actual act of going out and going adventures is so much more enticing to me than the opposite. You know, um, I love, like, I understand, like, the quality time, sitting with your friend, doing all that stuff, but I'd rather do something with you, if that makes sense. Like, I'd rather go out and make something happen. Um uh, so usually I remember back in when I was starting my early 20s and, you know, I got my car and then everything's just kind of like flowing well. I would end up just kind of traveling all over the city because I couldn't just sit in my home. Like it was just that was just unacceptable. So like I would explore downtown a lot. You know, I and I used to be a barista. So I, my boss used to actually get us on coffee hopping. Yeah, coffee hops. And what what it is, is where you hop on different coffee shops in a day. So let's say you hit up maybe three or four shops in a day, and you guys do a taste test. Um, you try to judge the flavor of the coffee um, 
through whatever they offer in the moment and then see like the differences and how different roaster roasters kind of do their own thing um, and then get the kind of personality of each shop at the same time uh, so of course you know increase your palette and everything and I thought that was really interesting because I got to collect all this little inf- all this information um, in real time and at the same time I also have lots of potential dates for anybody who wants to you know <laughs> be like hey I want to get coffee I'm like yeah I know exactly where we need to go um, same thing with restaurants like I'm such a big foodie uh, I love exploring all these things I love exploring like the hidden little parts like I remember um, going to the super authentic Japanese restaurant here and they're like you was it like you swallow a raw egg um raw egg kind of sushi kind of thing it was like so interesting and then everyone's like oh but wouldn't you get salmonella because it's raw and i'm like i know right <laughs> but life's for risk and then you just take a take a good and then you're in um that was what like two years ago so technically i'm still okay right <laughs> it's like the effects don't happen till five years i'm like okay well in five years i'll deal with it <laughs> Oh man, it's. I mean, and there's also like I've done a beer te- taste test, which is fantastic. Um, I like learning where my preferences lie. I like learning where I get to enjoy like pleasures of life. I feel like I, when people say, "Do you work first, play later, or play first then work later?" I can't seem to see work as not play, if that makes sense. I. Ever since I was a kid, my mom taught me to apply music when I clean. So nowadays, I can't not clean without music. Like, I have to have some form of stimulation that is enjoyable, um, that can give, also kind of gives, enhances or amplifies, augments, I guess, my energy, and allows me to be more effective. Um, I know driving, I can't drive without music. I always requires some kind of um, fun in going on. So when people ask me at work, they're like, are you having fun? Or do you like your job? I always say them, tell them afterwards that that's the wrong question to ask me because the answer will always be yes. There's never been a job I didn't enjoy. And I really mean that. Like, even my job as a fire tech, I enjoyed every bit of it. Um, I enjoyed... Well, there are tough times. Actually, hold up. There are tough times in that job. It's a very hard... Um, there's a demanding aspect to it. Um, but I enjoyed it. Like, the hard work was fun, if that makes sense. Uh, you know, sometimes you have to go up, like, 30 feet because you need to. But... You got to go up 30 feet and you got to see the world around you. Like, what's the what's the big deal with that? You know, you got to drive in the snow, but then you got to meet more new people. So what was the, like, what was the holdup, right? You get to have a really good conversation with your coworker about, like, the meaning of life, which you could only got if you went out that day and did it. So why could it, why wouldn't you go out and make it happen? I feel like the world will miss you by if you don't do something. Um, so you have to do it. And... Like, I just feel like that's so important sometimes. Um, it's, it's a funny because I actually had a moment where I thought, like, what if I'm social dom and not SP dom? And I kept thinking about it. I kept thinking because I do experience the fear, out of, fear of missing out, but it's not so strong. So I don't know, like, other social sevens, if you guys were listening, like, how are you guys doing this? Because um, I do tell people, like, first up as a disclaimer that I'm incredibly selfish in like first hit like I think that's the first impression people take because I do take things to myself more um, if I don't like something I just leave because I don't really see the big deal because again it's not and I said this before on Twitter it's not you miss it's not me missing out it's you missing out on me so and I don't know how people are going to take that statement like if they take it negatively if they take it positively it's just that to me I use that statement to get a to get a um, to cope because reality is kind of like 
I understand reality is difficult. Uh, I really do get that. Uh, I get that it's not um, always forgiving. But it's funny because I say it, try to say something serious, but for some reason my voice is just going to be in a good good tone. <laughs> um, am I nervous? Probably not. I don't know. Like, it's just one of those things. Uh, so you just kind of, like, just take it. I don't know. It's kind of funny to me um, that this is, like, my my deal right now. But, yeah, like because I know reality is hard, I know that I have to kind of say no to a lot of different things. And it's fine. Um, I really don't mind that, actually. I don't mind kind of the situation. It's weird. Um, I I give off that vibe where, like, at least from how I've noticed it, I give off this vibe like I'm, like, getting people to be tempted, getting people to give in to their vices and their pleasures in life. Because I really do believe that uh, life is empty without some form of energy, some form of injection of of action and activity because without it I feel like it's not enough and there's always going to be a thing with me um I think I don't know with eights if I relate to you guys or if you guys relate to me in that sense where just a feeling of it's just not enough um but yeah like it's def that's definitely my deal uh I, I laugh when I read um descriptions on integration to fives because I'm going that's just hilarious and I say hilarious because I'm like, when is that going to happen? When am I going to sit down and be like, oh, I'm content. I'm going to go away off to an island and just live it. But then at the same time, I think about it, I'm going, I'm going to go away to an island and just live it. Oh, I'm going to be doing so much surfing. Like, that would be so much fun. Like, swim around, fishing. Like, the fun one. Like, not like the boring lake fishing. Come on, guys. Like, it's going to be great. And, you know, like making sandcastles all day. Like, yes. <laughs> Make a fort. What? <laughs> I feel like such a kid. Um, disintegration, though. I I made YouTube videos where I describe disintegration. It's it's weird. It, it's the weirdest experience, and I think it's the biggest sign um, as a seven uh, that people don't always see. Um, for me, I'm actually the most disconnected from my anger, even though I kind of feel anger all the time. Um, or like when I feel it, it, it's there, but it's it's like repressed in a weird sense. And I say that because like my only source of anger is one, because my seven disintegrates to one. And what I'm trying to get at is that people assume that since I'm always happy-go-lucky, that I can't really just take it serious or I'm not actually taking life seriously. But I would say I'd argue it's the opposite. Um, I'm like this because I take life way too seriously. So I overcompensate by being this comedic, humorous person. Uh... I don't try to take life um, to like I I because I do I don't I try not to express that a lot like my external is not the same as my internal, um, so as I try to navigate the world I'm always giving off this vibe that I'm like oh everything's great everything's fun, um, but inside I'm seriously like just criticizing myself constantly. And I'm going like no we're gonna be better we're gonna work harder we're gonna keep fighting like it's never. Um, even though the process of expressing that is difficult, um, I think that's just very automatic for me at this point. I don't have that kind of moment where I sit and think. Um, I know, like when when I get really pissed off and frustrated, it that one kicks out, kicks in, and I start like all those little things that have inside come out, and it's getting really awkward when I do that because it disrupts the room definitely and i'm not against disrupting a room like if i can cause the chaos i will um because i'm that kind of like a wild card type but when i do disintegrate i get very critical of all my criticalness of myself i can project it out to other people and i would 
kind of dissect your existence for who you are and what you are and if you're worth it. And the thing is, is as I'm doing that, I'm doing the exact same thing to me. Like these are things I've said to myself um, to move forward. And it's such a negative aspect. Like it's like, for example, like I've had situations and I think my mom's the only one who's been in, who can just like trigger me in that quick sense. Cause she knows just what buttons to push. Um, when she called me out for being an alcoholic and me being like angry about that, feeling insulted, um, I held like I took one of my bottles of <laughs> one of my bottles of Patron and I put it on my bed, like near my bed, and I didn't drink for a month just to like just to prove it. You know, I was so frustrated. I was like, no, I'm gonna be super disciplined. I'm not gonna have any alcohol. I'm not gonna have any like bad foods. I'm gonna be strictly vegetables and healthy and like cholesterol low, like just to say that I've done it, just to be perfect. Um, it, it's funny being a frustration type, like being exactly that kind of person. Like I being have this idealistic concept of the world and dealing with it the way that I am. Um, I think my biggest issue with myself and with towards others is that I will perpetually not be seen as serious. And that's fine. I think I've made peace with it. Like, um, back to MBTI, like as an ENFP, like never being taken seriously is kind of a curse that we have and we go through. I don't know about the other types, probably not. But I mean, coupled with the seven and being like happy-go-lucky and chill and then all that good stuff, I really don't think that it's going to be changing anytime soon. Um, I did appreciate the advice that somebody said in their 40s and 50s that things do get better. Um, and I really believe that too. I think that the future holds a lot of my answers. And I think that eventually the mind will adapt again. And or at least my mind will adapt again and we'll just make it happen. Um, I really don't think that everything lasts forever. Um, nothing in this world is permanent, if that makes sense. And why I say that, I've rationalized it in the sense that because nothing is permanent, then I can't let myself feel like so strong to things. Not for a, I don't have to because things will eventually change. So why would I stick here and consume myself, be consumed by the nostalgia of the throwbacks that doesn't really do anything for me um, when I can just look forward and say that this is going to happen later and I should be fine as long as there's a tomorrow. And it, it's weird because it, it, it kind of has like a procrastinative vibe to it where it's like as long as it's tomorrow, we should be fine. So I don't really know if I'm being effective in that sense. All I know is that my viewpoint is this and that's just how I move around with life. Um... I remember talking with a nine and it was really cool because we kind of shared similarities in that sense. I mean, I shared it with my other positive types, like the twos and the nines, but specifically with the nines for this particular um, way where I'm going with this, um, this topic is we talked about how we didn't really need to like, no, there's always this pressure where you have to be the best in your twenties or something, but then no one really is. Cause you're only, you're assuming like the, the legends to be that, that way. Um, or we assume that we are all that way as well, but that's like unnecessary pressure. And this nine was telling me that like, why do you have to do that when you can just be amazing and age beautifully or age like a dignified person, like fine wine. And it actually kicked into me. I'm going, well, I mean, I love wine. <laughs> so I didn't want to get my attention to be like, oh, so, you know, iced tea, but, but they got slutty iced tea. And I'm going, oh, then you have me. Okay, I'm listening. Um, so yeah, when he said age like fine wine, I'm going, you know what? Yes, you're completely right, because we, it, it helps my viewpoint, my perspective to be a lot less in, intense, because then I know that the future holds um, well. 
And it's like, why? How can you just believe that? What if the future sucks? What if you die tomorrow and all that stuff? I'm like, well, okay, if I die tomorrow, then at least I fought as hard today to make sure that things worked out. And I, I can't let myself feel that fear. I feel like fear is holds me back from living. And I feel like... Um, and the thing is, is it's it's very real for me. I do get afraid um, the moments that I do ex- acknowledge its its presence. But I feel like um, I'm chasing to the point where death is no longer a fearful concept to me. Because if death means rest, then it means I work twice as hard to earn that death. If that makes sense, everybody. I'm not, you know, you guys have to roll with me on the rationalizations here, but... That's kind of how it is. Uh, when it comes to being angry, like I'll just like let it out, burst it, and then like the next day I'm like, you know what? We're gonna let it go because it's a new day, it's a new life. We still got things going. Um, I don't know if it's if I'm trying to sound inspirational or something because my inspirational concept to me I feel like there's a disconnect because I know there are people, coaches who talk like this, who coaches who tell you and motivate you, but for me I just live that life, so I don't know. If I'm giving you accurate advice, because this is how my Enneagram personality makeup is. Like, I'm predisposed to think like this because of my circumstances in my life. So I'm not going to insist that, like, that my advice is actually um, effective, in a sense. Like, I don't believe it to be. I just think that I'm just sharing my experiences, and that's how we're going to go with this. I don't really see it as anything else. Um, Of course, if you guys listening do take it that way... um, then that's cool because, I mean, for fellow sevens out there, I feel like you guys are going to be able to relate to me when it comes to my viewpoints, um, when it comes to being optimistic and rationalizing, like rationalizations and all that good stuff. Um, you guys will be able to get where I'm coming from. Uh, another funny thing that I brought up was um, the difference of wing of wing six and wing eight. Uh, for a while, people actually online typed me as wing eight because um, apparently I was less dramatic and I would talk like like I, like a practical down-to-earth type of kind of concept. I, I mean, I did. It's just that like, I don't... I mean, then again, I'm on an SX7, right? So I, I always look for the immediate application of, of ideas. Like, if it's usable, then fine. You know, like, if it's, if it's usable, if I can actually have that fun now then and work it at the same time, like, why not? Um... If that business idea is going to get me the profits, why not? It's always been my, my deal. Um, but then the wing six thing to me is like that reliance on the loyalties of others, the networking, the social connectivity, um, the fear of losing my connection to people. Um, I know I've, I've always had backups upon backups upon backups of things. Um, I, I remembered when I was a kid, like I would treat people as tools and I admit that I really do. I take responsibility for that. There was no excuse for what I did. Um, not that I totally messed anyone's life, to be honest. I ho- I really do hope not. But I, well, I'm not a warm person, if that makes sense. Um, and I don't know if other sevens relate to this, but I I personally don't like. I'm just really happy all the time and joyous, but I don't give off the this thing that I'm actually warm. Um, and the thing is, is like I like to look at everything as a business transaction, and so. It, it's really hard for me to get down and and gritty with the whole like raw emotional concept because to me I feel like that's a tool that I can use um, which is can rub people the wrong way and I definitely understand that it might, if it might and if it does I definitely understand why 
um, a person might feel kind of awkward with it. Um, so I don't usually share that, but for the sake of this podcast episode, I will. Because, you know, we're trying to share vulnerabilities, which is uh, so uncomfortable. <laughs> like, why? Why do we do this? I have to say, look, thinking about it now, being entering the type community, talking type, you sacrifice your your private feelings. You sacrifice that side for the sake of the theory. If that if anyone understands what I mean. Because to to even move forward in this kind of subject, in this area of knowledge, school of thoughts and whatever, you have to share you. You have to share you what, what makes you tick and what makes you what pisses you off and what doesn't. Because if you don't, then how will others relate and how will others understand the concept? So that's what we're that's what I'm doing. I tell myself this is me actually telling myself back so that I can actually kind of feel good about it because I I don't know if you guys get it um, with my tone of voice or anything because I am talking pretty quickly that I do feel really nervous and I do feel really awkward um, because I mean I've had my mom call me out be like oh you're not you're just not an appro- approachable person like you don't give that vibe that you are and it got me thinking maybe because I don't I'm not approachable because I'm the one that's that's, that's doing the approaching. <laughs> and I remember with the wing six, wing eight, like people, I like if you assume that wing eight makes you more assertive, I would tell you to have to. You gotta have to re reread your or restudy the things because being a seven is a seven, regardless of your wings, you are an assertive type. Um, there's gonna be moments there's a hesitation involved, but when the when the job needs you to like show up and tell talk to a person, you betcha I will. Um, if there's moments where people assume like, oh, you're just trying to act tough. I mean, it's not hard. Just remove the fear. What's what's hard about that? And that's like... <laughs> so I don't know. Like Sometimes it's just kind of funny to me because um, it, it gives me this... this like, it, gives me, it makes me sound edgy. And I'm not trying to be edgy. It's just that I, I, that's what I sound like. That's what I do. And... Um, so I don't know, like other sevens, do you guys relate to that? Where you just like move forward and you go, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not scared. I mean, I, granted, I do like amusement parks and pushing my fear to the limit. You know, sometimes I'll watch um, scary things just to like test how fast I'm going to reframe it right away and be like, oh no, everything is good. Like I'm always trying to do that. Um, it's what you do, what you do when you want to do it. Um, <laughs> And... Oh, oh, when it comes to relationships, oh man, it's, I would say it's really funny. If I like you, you're going to know. You know, I'm not going to dilly-dally, I'm not going to hide anything. Right now, I'm way too busy to to even tell myself that the shop is open. Like, the shop is closed, everybody. The man is busy. But if I am interested, I don't do the games. I'm sorry, I don't. I really don't see the point in that. I don't see the point in, ooh, let's feel and see if we're going to do something. I'm like, no, I'm here, I got stuff to do. Uh, you look interesting, maybe our lives can fit. If it doesn't, then that's too bad. Uh, I hope we can still be friends. Let's move forward. And that's the thing, though. Like, if we, if I, I want the foundation to be friends, if that makes sense. Um, because I don't want to lose a person for the sake of just those tough feelings. I don't like doing all or nothing kind of situations. It doesn't make sense to me, actually, that whole concept of all or nothing. I don't get it. Um, why be all or nothing when you can have, like, a thousand relationships? Um over such shallow things that you can call upon when you need it. I mean, I can always have tomorrow to, to find that person who's going to take it all. But for the moment, why do I have to gamble? 
but the thing is, it's funny because it's like, oh, taking risks. I love taking risks, but I'm the type of guy that like before you bungee jump, you ha- I calculate the distance first. <laughs> or there's a safety net at the bottom. Like that's kind of how it is. Like I don't just drop everything. Um, it's never been an all eggs in one basket. I do not get that for anybody who is who is a seven. Um, you're probably an SX guy type of person. Um, you have to like tell me how that feels good for you guys because I don't like I've talked to. Um, uh, a fellow ENFP, she's an SX4, um, and you know who you are if you're listening. But you know she does. She has this whole all or nothing concept when it comes to relationships, and I'm going, I don't get that. But then, like at the same time, you know, if I commit, I commit. You know, like, I I can do the endurance thing because at the end of the day, I want the white picket fence, the mortgage, and the freshly cut lawns every Sunday morning. <laughs> like, let's make it happen, right? Like, let's do it. Let's do the whole, you know grounded stuff because to me the act of maintaining or the, the process of the maintenance is or sustainable energy is so attractive to me um even though it's hard for me to maintain as a person because um like i'm just super jumpy you know i just i don't see it going anywhere in that sense but i can still crave it like a normal person you know um so yeah like <laughs> man i didn't think i was gonna babble for what is it 36 minutes long already dang i went for it um yeah (laughs) i remember like talking i talked i went through so many topics man this is is hilarious and i think looking back um i guess i have one little tad bit to about sevens and assertiveness um like i'm not against showing up and just being myself if that makes sense like people have mentioned how i can be abrasive at some times and abrasive in the sense that because i'm still there like you can call me out you can do all these things and i don't leave like i don't just withdraw i can't i don't think i can do that um if you call me out i'm gonna go at you and i may not be like i'm not an se user so i'm not like gonna throw down with like volitional force or anything but it doesn't really matter in my opinion because it's not like the neck, the other option of what, like moping and crying. Like, what am I gonna do with that? Nothing. <laughs> so I'm not gonna do that. Um, yeah, it's oh man, it's it's kind of funny to me. I remember like situations where I where something it's something is called out and I'm not happy with it. I don't care how old you are. I don't care, you know, if you have a position of some sort or whatever. I'm showing up and I'm telling you. I think that's why. I ended up having relationships with people who are managers and supervisors um, in my past. Like a lot of my, I used to, I actually tend to befriend people in power a lot um, because, and I think it's, I personally don't want the leadership role. I think that I function better as that wild card type where call me when you need it. I don't really want to hop in and be expected to do that. It doesn't work. I don't think that works for me because the pressure is kind of, I would say limiting because um, I'm busy. I'm moving around all the time. I don't want to do that. But if you need me, I'm there. Um, so like it's kind of that kind of deal. Uh, and like literally all like I've my references are still managers and um, that I'm actually still in contact with. Like I still talk to them. I'm still chill with them and everything. Um, I remembered when I first joined Typology Discord and I immediately targeted. The, the mod team right away like I didn't settle for just the people around me I was like no we're gonna talk to you guys because you guys know what's up or seemingly know what's up 
and so we're just gonna have this discussion and I'm not backing down you know like I'm gonna have this convo with you and we'll see where it goes um what's funny is I think I know it can come off really weird um I guess I give off the vibe too that can be kind of creepy um because it's just so upfront you know like I just show up and be like hey what's up I have this and I want this from you um but I mean I am coming from a good place I guess I do want to reiterate that like I'm not trying to to scare anybody like I really don't um because I'm just here for the investment. I want to know if you're worth dropping two cents with in, you know? Like, it's, I I want to know if I can call on you if I need you. And the thing is, is I wouldn't know if we don't have some kind of sustained connection, if that makes sense. Um, how can I have an investment come back if the investment is stagnant, right? Like, it doesn't, to me, like, the math doesn't work. So, like, I, I like generating networks. You know, I like having a lot of people on my my world. And I don't, at the same time, I don't like them to be... I mean, how do you manage having a whole bunch of relationships? Because you don't keep it deep. You keep everything shallow. And I don't know how other people take it, but that's kind of how I do it. And I haven't had a problem with it either. Um, like, I, yeah, I really don't. <laughs> Just like, oh, how do you deal with, like... I think, I feel like to me, I, I would cry more for the lack of of investments I think like if I don't have a backup plan I'm like no why did why did I do it without a backup plan why did I go for it and not have a plan what was what is this um and I think that's people what they don't understand as a seven I'm still a head type I'm constantly thinking um I don't have an excuse me but I don't have an internal monologue necessarily that's I would say that's relatable to like five excuse me and any of the introverted types or the more internally focused types sorry but I just because I don't doesn't mean I'm not strategizing constantly. Like, I'm, I would say I'm a plotter. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just, if I'm walking to a bank, I'm going to plan out my way to the bank. I'm going to plan out who I'm talking to. I'm going to plan out, like, where I'm going to place my wallet in my pocket. Like, it's just all conscious. I don't really see, like, a, a, an alternative, if that makes sense. Um, like, in driving, I always have a backup plan. I always have a backup this, have a backup that. Because how else am I going to enjoy the cake? If I know I'm going to die the next day, that doesn't make sense. I'm going to work out so I can have good cake. You know, hats off to uh, um, that joke by Gabriel Iglesias, for any of you guys, you know. It's like, why do you eat cake? Like, why do you have Diet Coke? So I can have regular cake. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely do. I love it. Like, I love just that little, like, trade-off in that sense. Um, like, why do this when you could do this and then you can have them both? I mean, come on. It's that. And, like, I feel like desiring right away the thing um knowing my impulsivities back in the day hasn't given me solutions i mean come on like that's why i'm not gonna do it so it's just funny to me that this is i guess this is my relationship with with life um i know people keep saying like oh i wonder what it's like to be a seven <laughs> uh if you're down with having a hard time feeling sad I mean, people say, like, that's a good thing, but I don't know. Sometimes I feel like there's a, a value in in being raw with your emotions that I don't usually have um, or I don't really relate to. So it's kind of hard for me to wrap my head around that. Um, I love it when my friends will be like, you're being too negative. I'm like, no, I'm just being critical. Because <laughs> seriously, like, for all honest, I'm not being negative. Um, if I'm disintegrating, I'm just being, I'm just criticizing you because I want you to solve it. Uh, I want you to have a solution. I'm not going to sit here and settle with it. It's actually 
probably why I'm venting because I'm pissed off and I don't want to sit there. You know, like it's that kind of thought process. Um, <laughs> so I I hope you guys enjoyed this little. What I don't even know what this episode. Is. I was just babbling on sevens. You guys like. I feel like if you guys, if I do get a conversation with another type, y'all have to, it'll probably be a lot more organized, I would say. Um, it's probably a lot more, you know, less chaotic, but I mean, come on, like this is, you've been warned it was going to be chaotic. <laughs> so I thank you guys for listening and thank you guys for enjoying this little moment with me. It's like, wow, I actually, I went this far. <laughs> And yeah, so um, again, yeah, thank you guys. Um, you know, thanks for listening. You can find me in a bunch of different mediums. I'm always around, but I'm always moving. So if I don't reply right away, that's not on you. It's not your fault. Um, but also, it's not sounds it doesn't sound like a me problem either. Because <laughs> come on, life is moving forward, and that's what we do. It really is, and. For all you sevens out there, I think that's probably why we don't see a lot of sevens online because it's hard. Why are we going to spend our time online? For me, I do this because I actually enjoy, you know, babbling. You know, I enjoy this whole kind of deal. Um, I think that's I think that's a reason I feel people kind of forget. Like, why why are you here? Why do you do this? Because I enjoy it. I mean, that's the one of the, I derive pleasure out of this and there's a stimulation concept to this. Like I'm, I'm right now, actually, I'm listening to, um, Lizzo like while I'm doing this podcast and, you know, I'm listening to her song like Soulmate and Juice and like Good as Hell and like all that good stuff because a lot of her music is pumping up, telling yourself to just be strong and take it, you know, you're by yourself, but what's the problem? You know, what's there to fear in this world? Uh, and I like listening to music like that because music like that gets me to continue on with my perspectives. You know, it gets me uh, gets me to have this uh, continuous, sustainable energy that I require to last the week. You know, like it's it's a thing. So again, thank you guys for listening. I can't believe I'm saying this again and again and again, but I really do appreciate the listeners. I just hope you guys. I mean, if you've lasted this long. I do want to say that I really appreciate all of you guys um, tuning in. I really do. I feel like you guys um, are, what is it, like the 70%. 30% is the content creating for me. 70% is the people that I actually enjoy um, babbling to. If that makes sense. It's a trade-off, right? I feel like it's pretty, I feel like it's pretty good. <laughs> so you guys have a good day. Enjoy the rest of the week. Uh, I don't know when the next episode is going to come out, obviously, but... Thank you guys again. Thanks. Bye.